Privacy concerns have been raised by the revelation that Apple's iPhone and iPads record users' locations and hidden files on the devices. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm pleased to be chatting with David Nevada. He's founder of the law firm Information Law Group, and David specializes in IT security and privacy law. Welcome, David. Thank you. How alarming is it that Apple or any other vendor of mobile devices can track the whereabouts of customers unbeknownst to them? On one level, I'm not sure it should be that alarming. I think many companies and applications, for that matter, collect information about people's whereabouts, and I think it's fairly well known that that capability exists. On the other hand, I I can uh, see why why people may be sensitive to the issue and may be concerned that perhaps unbeknownst to them, certain information about their whereabouts may have been collected. Now, again, I'm not sure if there's anything nefarious going on here, but uh, perhaps to the extent that certain people didn't know that this information was being collected, I can see that causing uh, consternation and headaches for some people. You raise a point I, I find interesting. Technology has done a lot of this, at least in recent years. you think that people use technology with a certain amount of ignorance? It's hard to know exactly what technology is doing for the average person, uh, including myself, the average lawyer. What is somewhat surprising to me is that with articles in the Wall Street Journal and uh, stories about Facebook, is that people are somewhat surprised that uh, this types of these types of information, this type of information, is being collected, closed, uh, used in, in some manner. I think there is a certain kind of activity that goes on with people surfing the web with privacy policies that are out there that they may not have read, uh, and oftentimes in those policies. A lot of these activities are, are disclosed on some level. So I don't know if people are ignorant of it necessarily or don't care about it necessarily as far as privacy is concerned, especially when it's stated in the privacy policy. I think what happens and what's happening recently is uh, we're getting a lot of media attention to some of these, these practices, which I think is ratcheting up the concern uh, in some in some corners. People are now really, because the media has paid attention to a lot of these issues, are starting to really kind of wake up to what is happening with their information as they as they surf the uh, internet and, and use their various mobile devices. From what you know, I'm assuming what Apple is doing is legal. I don't know exactly whether it's legal or illegal, but I mean, uh, it's not surprising to me. You'd have to look at a lot of different things, whether there are any laws that apply in this context. One thing, geolocation, uh, there aren't necessarily a lot of laws that I'm aware of that are on point with respect to this type of information. That is actually one one thing that I think uh, we're seeing is that the technology tends to move a little bit faster than the law, or quite a bit faster oftentimes. And uh, where privacy policies have often dealt with personally identifiable information, first name, last name, account numbers, social security numbers, credit card numbers, we are seeing uh, other types of information, such as geolocation information, that are really pushing the boundaries of what uh, personal information is and what personal information may eventually be Regulated. The regime we're in right now is, is a privacy policy notice consent type regime. I don't know what Apple has said in their privacy policy or what, what notices they gave to the customers, but in most cases, if you provide certain notices that this uh, information like this is being collected or used in some manner, typically that's be satisfactory from a legal point of view. Perhaps the regime needs to be changed, but at this point, uh, this type of information and collecting it, uh, there's not necessarily anything wrong with it on its face.
What are the legal implications of such tracking? Could law enforcement or other parties, plaintiffs or defendants, for instance, subpoena records? Uh, yeah, if an issue comes about in a court context that the location of the uh, one of the parties is at issue and they have an iPhone, certainly I wouldn't be surprised if those records were subpoenaed or, or came up uh, as part of a discovery process. You know, I guess from a point of view of, of an individual is out there uh, traveling around and, and, and where location may become an issue in a litigation, uh, it would be perhaps a surprise to, to suddenly find out that for a good period of time, uh, all their location data has been uh, captured so that you know, someone basically can map it. I'm sure you've seen the, there's actually an iPhone app for it now, uh, created by the security researchers who found this uh, particular uh, geolocation cache of information. If some law enforcement agency wants to know a location of an individual, do they have to alert the individual? Can a law enforcement official go to Apple and say, I want to know where this iPhone user was without notifying the iPhone user? Well, first of all, I don't know, and I think the reports are unclear as to whether this data ever gets back to Apple. That's, that's, so that's one thing to, to know. I believe the data ends up on computer, essentially. In order to get the information, if Apple doesn't have it, uh, you'd have to go to the user. Um, if Apple does have it, Apple could be subject to a subpoena, uh, and, and they you know, may have to provide that information if the subpoena is proper and everything is in order around that subpoena. If they have it, perhaps they would have to provide it in that context. Um, certainly, um, if you're a party to a litigation and the information is relevant uh, to that litigation and on your computer, you may have to turn it over as well. We're seeing more of these devices of personal devices being used for business. Uh, what are the legal implications for people who manage security at a business, such as a bank or perhaps at a hospital or government agency? The legal implications are, I guess, if this data is being used uh, with respect to where their employees are and it's a company-issued phone and perhaps the organization wants to track that data or get that data to know where their employee uh, is, uh, it potentially could raise privacy concerns. Most courts, though, however, especially for company-issued devices, as long as the right, again, disclosures have been given, uh, whether uh, it's an indication that if you use a company device, there may be no expectation of privacy. Uh, that usually satisfies a lot of the, uh, the issues around privacy. But if it's someone who is using their personal device but uses it for business, the company would not have any legal rights to the data? Okay, I think the, the data ends up on, on people's actual computers. So where, wherever you end up putting this information, whenever you log in and, and basically sync up your iPhone to your computer, I believe that's when the data ends up on your computer. It could be, to the extent that employers are trying to access that on personal devices, that could be problematic, yes. Data exists on the iPhone, iPad, and the backups that you create. So basically it would be on any machine you think with your device, essentially, it would have some of the data on it. So the data is in multiple locations. Which I guess could make it easier to expose it to others. Potentially. From a security standpoint, the phone itself being lost or someone hacking into the computer where you sync your phone up to. Anything else I should be thinking of in this issue? The data for average person would be difficult to get to, and you know, it's, it, there would have to be, uh, in addition to uh, you know the collection of the data, some sort of security breach of some sort where someone was trying to seek the data to get it and use it for whatever purposes. Until that happens, there may not be a huge issue with kind of the exposure of the data. Now, if Apple's been receiving it, that may be a different story. But uh, right now, it seems that the data does exist, but probably isn't being used by anyone. Um, and frankly, it's not clear why it exists right now and what Apple was intending to do with it or why they were um, allowing it to be collected, well, I'm sure we'll have more answers to those questions in the coming days. You raise a point, and something I didn't think of until you just mentioned it, is the potential of a security breach in the sense that if there is some information about an individual employee 
that is accessed by someone who shouldn't have access to that information, they could find out something about a company that maybe the company doesn't want people to know about. Perhaps. To the extent, again, it has to be something that relates to the person's location and you know, maybe uh, some sort of top secret meeting or something or, or you know, a product developer at a certain location that may reveal some sort of information about the organization. Certainly, to the extent you can put the pieces together, it might reveal something of, of value potentially to someone who's, who's trying to get to it. Thank you, David. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I've been speaking with David Nevada of the Information Law Group. I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.